Welcome, friends, to the Life on Purpose podcast. I'm so excited to start my third season with you. This year, we are focusing on the word confidence, how to get more of it, and where we are currently seeking it. The goal is to bring you some incredible conversations that will provide you with newfound wisdom, guidance, and resources. And on this third season of Life on Purpose podcast, we want to keep you inspired and remind you that everything you are looking for is on the other side of fear. It is my privilege, as always, to be a part of your journey to living with courage, hope, and confidence this year. And the beginning we all know to living with confidence starts with recognizing what is keeping us stuck. And for a fun, quick way to get started, hop over to my website at amydebrick.com and take my quiz, Are You Stuck in Your Comfort Zone? You can also access other free resources while you're there or grab a copy of my book in Bolden. Enjoy. Well, good morning. This morning on the Life on Purpose podcast, I am talking with friend Jody Rosser. Jody is, uh, gosh, a blogger, a, a, an author, all the things, podcaster. And so welcome this morning, Jody. I'm so excited to continue our conversation from the pre-recording. Yes. Oh, it's so fun to talk to you, Amy. And I loved having you and Blair on my podcast. That was such a joy. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, my gosh, all the things today talking about, uh, we'll start with your blog because I know you have a, a bunch of projects that you do. And it, just a lot of your work, I feel like is whether you consider it missionary work or not, but I think any time that we're we're taking our own pain and we're really putting it out as a, a you know purposefully to other people, um, it's you're really you're really doing that missionary work in our own lives. You know, we we always think we have to like go a million miles away, but actually you can do that with your own uh, struggles and pain. And so I think you've done a beautiful job with that because you're very honest and you're very vulnerable, especially in your series of heartbreak to strength blog. So before we kind of totally dive in, can you just give the listeners just a little background about yourself and really kind of what led you here? Yes, I would love to. Well, sadly, my, my ministry, I like to call it like, again, missionary work, my ministry was really birthed from walking through some heartbreaks. And one of my heartbreaks that really just rocked my world was my divorce. And that happened about seven years ago. And what's interesting is when I walked through that, I had no idea that God was going to take that pain and that hurt and all that I learned through that time and use it to hope birth a whole ministry. But I think that's what happens, right? Our greatest heartbreak catapults us to our greatest growth. And that's what happened to me in the middle of that pain. I just cried out to God and I just, he met me in a way that was just so powerful. And I just started reading a lot. Books are a huge part of my healing. And then they became a huge part of my growing. And so I just read and read and it was like, God was saying to me, share what you're learning. Like, so my, I original blog when it started, gosh, in 2014, it was heartbreak to strength, sharing what God's teaching me in the midst of my pain. And it was very raw. And it was just uh, God's teaching me this. And I want to share this with you. Maybe that will help you. It was just, again, the writing was really poor, but it was just my heart of like, this is what God's sharing with me and I want to help others. And then from there, it just kind of turned into sharing about books and different book recommendations that helped me. And then it was interesting because an idea for a book came and I know God placed that in my heart. And so again, Heartbreak to Strength was this title that just really stood out to me of what if our greatest heartbreak leads us to this strength in God that we never knew. It's not my own strength that made me strong. It was because I really relied on God's strength. And I think that is such an important key. I was so devastated. My kids were grieving. It was just this whole world just turned upside down and I couldn't figure out how to get through it by myself. And so I remember just every morning, just crying out to God, like, 
help me, help me, give me strength today. Give me strength to get out of this bed and be there for my kids. Help me through the hurt and pain. And he just made me so much stronger. And it was surreal. I sometimes look back and go, how did I make it through that first year? And it's just, I look through my journals and it's just so much of me crying out to him and asking for inviting him into the pain. And it was just a time in my life where the intimacy with God was so beautiful, but Again, I would never want those circumstances and I would never wish those on anyone. But the beauty that came from that, that was that time with him that just grew my faith. And, and so then I wanted to help others. And so that's what started this, this, this podcast, actually. And my podcast is called Depth. And it's all about growing deep roots because I realized that's what happened to me during those times. Even though I was healing, the books were healing me, they were really growing me. And so that's kind of my, my uh, ministry. I have a blog called Heartbreak Just. I have a book that's hopefully coming soon, which is my story. It's actually traces three of my heartbreaks. So my divorce, a miscarriage I had before, and then uh, sadly, one of my good friends passed to cancer. And so I talk about my story with her and how that happened after the divorce. That was like another heartbreak that God walked me through and just those three storylines and what God taught me. So that's kind of what I do to help others. And then my podcast depth. Well, I love that. And one of the things that I, I love that you kind of throw out there is that it, I always find it interesting. And I say this quite often that, you know, sometimes the things that God allows in our lives are things we would have never prayed for or wanted, but we definitely needed. And he knows that even if it's a uh, pain and struggle. And I think just to, and, and you said it perfectly, inviting him into those pain and struggle moments. You know, I think a lot of times, especially as women, I mean, I'm speaking I know, of course, about myself first here, but when, you know, we feel like we should be capable of handling all of that pain and grief in um, ourselves. And so to invite him in is an intentional, purposeful um, act and act of obedience, really. But sometimes we overlook that because we feel like we should be stronger or, um, like I said, more capable or whatever it is. But we do ourselves a disservice, at least I did in my life, by leaving him out for so long. And it wasn't until I invited him in and really developed that personal relationship to understand what it meant. Um, then my life changed. Not always like you're saying, not that everything was all roses after that, but your perspective changes. And I feel like you have a better handle on the, the, the next thing to come, whatever that looks like good or bad. It doesn't mean it's always going to be bad, but you just, you have a different perspective now on it. Yeah. I think that's so true. And I love that word invite him because you know what, sometimes when you're in the middle of grief, you just don't know what to do and you're hurting. And so if you invite God, God, I love that verse Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Like he is there with you and he's going to help you and he's going to give you wisdom. And you're just inviting him in. You know, a lot of people say, I don't, I don't know what to do. It's like, just invite God. It, it's just a simple crying out. Like God, come in and help me. Give me steps. Give me wisdom. Bring people into my life to guide me through. I, I had a Christian counselor that helped so much, but I do think that if I go back in time and look at that year, it was that time with God each day that just gave me strength to, to move forward. And it wasn't even anything huge. You know, I was just survival. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes I think we overthink it, but like you said, it, it can be as raw and as basic as crying out. It doesn't have to be some elaborate prayer or, you know, something else that we think that the only way God's going to hear us. Um, and you know, it, it really isn't, it's just a matter of, crying out. He already knows what, what the burden is that we're carrying. And so, um, you know, I love that. And I love that you journaled that. I think that that is so incredible to be able to go back. And even for you now, just to recognize 
you know, these are the moments because I do think that we do a lot of times do the right things to try to help. I know when I was going through a, a severe grief, I felt like I was doing the, the right thing. Also, I, you know, sought counseling and I, at one point even had to be on medication. And, you know, I, I, I felt like I was doing the, the right things, but the only thing I wasn't really locking into was, was re really crying out and accepting the invitation from him. And so I, I think that was the game changer for me, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, it's interesting. Those journals have been such a blessing now to go back and read them. And as I've been writing my book, just to go back in those places and see how God met me, just little, little stories. I mean, little ways it's like, you know what, he's in the details and you don't know that if you're not seeking him and you're not writing about it and seeing him show up in like the smallest little ways. I remember this one story where I was wanting to go to a wedding of my niece and it was after we had split up and it was kind of awkward because I used to go stay with my in-laws when I'd go there and I was just praying for God to have me have a place to go. They lived in Central California and I live in Southern California and just even a person to drive up with. I had never made the drive by myself. It was four hours and it was just crazy. I had three friends that lived in that area or three friends that had family that lived there. One was um, an in-laws, you know, different. So I reached out to each one of those and the very last one, just the way God met me in the details, I. I called her and I actually misdialed her number and I tried to call her the day before, but her number was on my Christmas card list and not on my phone. And so God just had this exact time. He wanted me to call her. Well, she shared with this me later, shared this with me later, but she was at a Bible study and they were just talking about people that have come into your life. And for some reason, God brought her name to my head. And she even shared about me. Like I was in her, um, she was a preschool teacher and my son was in her class. And then right after that, her phone rang. And at the time she didn't answer it because she was in Bible study. But guess who that was? That was me. The exact time that I was calling her was the exact time God put her, my name in her mind. And I was asking her to do something big, to take a whole weekend off and come drive up with me. To, and I remember um, when she told me that later, I just sobbed and I thought, God, you are in the details because I tried to call her the day before and I didn't have her number. And it was like, I, I was so frustrated. It's like, Oh, it's not in my phone. But looking back now, I see God just wanted me to see that correlation that he was in the details and he was yeah. providing in ways I couldn't, I couldn't even put my mind, wrap my mind around like the God of the universe cared that much about this little detail where I was feeling like, how am I, where am I going to stay? How am I going to do this? And right. he provided. And so it's things like that, that you will see as you journal and journaling became therapeutic for me. Just to put it all out there, the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, I, I don't know if I want anyone reading my journal someday, but that, cause I mean, I cry out, I swear it out. I mean, sometimes I'm mad, right. And sometimes I'm angry and sometimes I'm happy. I mean, not happy, but just heartbroken. It's like, put it all on that page and just let it, I just, that's so therapeutic to get it all yeah. out. I love that. And I am a huge firm believer in God placing people in our lives at the, just the the most perfect time, even if sometimes we don't see it. And until years later, um, I I've had many experiences like that, especially, you know, one of my closest friends, uh, to this day years ago, and we didn't even know each other that well. And it was right before my son had passed away. And it was just like the relationship, just how it, you know, happened, so to speak. Um, and then, you know, I, and I see that, you know, we talk about it many times now, just like it was such a gob thing. And then another friend of ours that, um, you know, we, I kind of met through her and then we kind of formed a relationship. She had built a house on, on a, the road that, you know, I live on and, uh, and then her husband suddenly passed away and then, but we had already had this connection. I felt like at that point I was, um, a little bit on the other side of my grief. So I felt like I could actually be a help to her. And so it's just, it's, it's always 
fascinating to me how God has things lined up and, and how all of it just works out, you know, um, and how we're able to, if we're willing to really extend ourselves. And I think you do that. That's one of the things I want to talk about is really taking our story and, and helping somebody else with their story. And so I know when you, um, you do that on the depth podcast also, I know you showcase people on your blog post by doing that as well. Um, but I think you do an a, amazing job also on depth. And one of the things you, you and I were talking about before that I love is first of all, the name, because it's all about being rooted. And, um, and so I want you to talk a little bit about the podcast, uh, what your experience has been with it in these stories that people have been, you know, to me, it's always a privilege when somebody lets me share their story. And I always feel just a little bit changed in even hearing somebody else's because everybody goes through just so much, so much stuff and, and is affected so differently. And it's always, I feel like a humbling experience when somebody can trust you with your story. So talk a little bit about that. Oh, yes. I think there's so much power in our testimony. And I think that that is one of the things when we can share honestly and vulnerably how God met us in our pain, it just brings hope to someone else. They can just be a little bit behind us, right? Like you said, that friend of yours that you helped. I think a lot of people ask, you know, what's the, what, why do we need to go through pain? And I, I'm not one to ever understand fully why we have to go through it. But one of the things I know to be true is that we go through pain so that we could come alongside and help someone else go through the same thing that we went through. We're just a little far, little, little bit ahead of them. And that happened with me with actually each one of my heartbreaks about a year after with all three of them, one person start, had a similar thing happen. Um, so, some of them almost exactly the same details. And I was able to walk them through and just offer the hope and the encouragement that God gave me. So that's what I realized is there's power in our stories and there's power in our testimonies. And so on my podcast, I love to share people's stories. And that's one of the things I think that drew me to books is because there is power in that. But well, let me tell you about trees, because this is one of my favorite things to talk about, Amy. And my podcast cover art is a tree with these deep roots. And what I realized is that when I'm looking at a tree, you know, all we see is these gorgeous branches reaching up to the sky and this beautiful growth. But really to match that strength, that has to have the same amount of depth as it has height. Mm. So if I love to like take a picture of a tree and flip it and think, look at all those branches. Imagine that amount going down, right? For that right. tree to withstand storms of life or just even to be healthy, it has to have deep roots. And I realized that a lot of our deep rooted growth happens when we're going through something hard and we're going through something that maybe we wouldn't have wished on ourselves or wished on anyone, right? But that's when that root, those roots grow deep deep in our faith. And so God just gave me this idea of depth. Like we want depth in our life. It matters, right? We don't want to be shallow roots and a storm comes and knocks us off our, our feet and we can't get back up, right? You see these trees that get knocked down. We get these Santa Ana winds here in California. And sometimes trees don't make it. It's like they didn't have the depth. They didn't have the deep roots to withstand that windstorm. And there's a verse in Jeremiah that's talking about this deep rooted growth. And I just love it. And it's talking about not only having those deep roots to withstand storms, but then you're bearing the fruit, right? And I want to be someone that is bearing the fruit that others can see that God is in my life. And so, so much goes back to trees. I, I could talk about trees all day, but anyway, so on the podcast, I love to highlight stories. And I, I again, I think when you hear someone that went through something life shattering, the death of a child, you know, the loss of a marriage, the loss of a baby, uh, suicide. I mean, there's so many storylines, right? That just, you go, why God? Like, but then they say in their, they just, they grew in their faith. Like they had never grown before. And it's like, there's a correlation. My greatest heartbreak catapults me to my greatest growth. It's like, there's a correlation. And so 
I think that when you are in the middle of heartbreak, it's nice to hear stories of others that survived it, but not only survived it, it thrived through it, right? That God grew them. And, and, and again, they, they didn't, they don't want those circumstances in their life. They're not like happy. It happened. I, that verse in the Bible, where it says, consider joy when you go through trials forever. I was like, what in the world? Why would it be joyful? But the joy isn't from the trials. The joy comes from the deep rooted growth that you're going to get when you run to God with your pain, when you invite him in, that's the joy. There is something powerful about the depth that comes when you seek God in the middle of it. And I think that's what I love to highlight on the podcast. And so I have people on, sometimes it's their book. They're sharing it in. Sometimes it's just a personal story. And then also I share other stories too, but I, there is something powerful about our testimony. There's a verse in Revelations that said, uh, you know, Satan's going to be defeated by the blood of the lamb, right? Jesus's blood and by the power of our testimony. It's like our stories matter. And so I encourage people to be vulnerable and share. You don't have to tell the world every detail, but you can tell them how God met you in the pain. Actually, if you tell every detail, that's not going to help anyone. I feel like how God helped you through your pain is what you want to share. So when I ask people to write for me on my blog or people that come onto the podcast, I want to know how God met them in their pain and how God just transformed their life because of that heartbreak they went through and how are they different on the other side? Yeah. Well, you're right. I mean, that's where the growth is. So I love that because that's where, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily in the brokenness, but it's, it's what we're radiating from that brokenness. You know, that's what we want to attract on the outside. And so I think you do a good job of saying, you know, I think it, I think what I love about it also is that when you hear people's stories and as devastating as they are, and, but when they're talking about their strength, it does radiate something that you feel like you want a piece of. And so I think that's the difference. You know, there has to be something that needs to set you apart with this faith walk. So somebody can see like, wow, you know, what is it that they, that they have that is helping them get through this or be stronger or whatever it is. And I want that. And how can I get it? You know what I mean? And I, and I think you're right. You know, the roots. And I think, um, even as Christians, um, we can even become a little stagnant in our growth. And so our roots can kind of just kind of, you know, we're just barely, you know, I'm a terrible, everybody in my family would agree. I'm, I have no green thumb at all. And, um, you know, you get a little lazy with, with pouring out that nourishment, even for yourself and your own faith walk. And so sometimes it takes even hearing somebody else's story and their growth to be like, Oh yeah, you know, I really need to get back at it here. I really need to, you know, I've kind of dropped the ball and we all do it. And and that's just life and busyness. But I think those stories for me every time are what inspire me to keep going and to, and to not totally just give it up. Even when you've had a, you know, a slow month or a bad week or whatever it is, six months, even whatever you want to say it is a season that's just been hard and you haven't been able to put it all in. But when you hear somebody else, it just needs to be that one person who kind of reignites you to say, yeah, I need to keep, I need to keep, you know, getting a little bit deeper of my roots. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's funny. I say sometimes that the deep rooted growth is to help you withstand storms. But I also believe that if you want to go to newer heights, God has to take you deeper first, right? So you have to have those deep roots to match that height. And so there's this story that I read and it was a book about a fern and uh, bamboo. And for the first couple of years of life, bamboo has no growth on the external. So all you see is just dirt. And so five years 
it looks like nothing's growing. It looks like there's nothing happening. But during those five years, bamboo is growing down deep mm-hmm. roots because bamboo gets to be 100 feet tall. And so for it to match that height of 100 feet, it has to grow down first to be able, uh, probably 100 feet, right? Equal. Right. And so I always look at that as sometimes it's not a heartbreak that catabolic deep rooted growth. Sometimes we want to grow, right? We want to go to new heights. We want God to take us to these new places or God has a passion or a, a purpose in your life that he's given you. But in order to meet that, you got to have that deep rooted growth that's going to match it or you're going to fall right over when something happens. Right. And so it doesn't always have to be a catastrophic heartbreak. Right. Or a grief. Deep rooted growth is I just tell people you want depth in your life because not only will it help you withstand those storms and everyone will have a storm in their life or more than one. That's inevitable. But it also is because if you want God to take you to new heights, you have to grow deeper first. And I love that visual of bamboo. Like I don't want to be the fern that automatically grows and has shallow roots, but is everyone can see growth right away. No, I would rather have that deep rooted growth for five years. No one has even maybe seen the growth, but I know it's there. God knows it there. It's that hidden growth. And then boom, God's going to whatever he needs to do. Right. And that's, I don't know. I, there's something powerful about that. And that's why I, I wish we could see underground and see these root systems. I went to um, South Carolina and there's a tree there that's like 400 years old. It's called the angel Oak. I got to stand by it and I'm not kidding you. The branches, I mean, it was massive. And I just thought, Oh, I wish I could see how it looks underground right now, because I know to match this, it has to have equal growth. And it's what lasted 450 years. And so it just gets me really passionate to think I don't want just depth in my life because I just want to withstand storms because that's that's not thriving. That's surviving. I want depth in my life so I can thrive and I can be where God wants me to be. And he could take me to those new heights and he can have purpose and I can match whatever he's asking me to do because I have that deep roots in him. And wherever he says go, I'm ready. Yeah. I love that because you do need it. You do need it. Especially if you're going to lean into obedience. And if you're, if you're, you know, if your foundation is just the slightest bit shaky, you're not going to be able to do that. And he's not going to be calling you to do that either. And so I love that. I think that that's a, just a a wonderful analogy. Um, But I want people to, uh, in addition to listening to this episode in, in all that you have to offer, I know you have a book that you're working on. I'm going to just let you share whatever details you're comfortable at this time. I don't want to do any spoilers, Um, (laughs) uh, but uh, let me um, share with the audience how they can connect with you. And and not only just with your your blog series and your podcast, but what else you have um, up and coming? Okay. Well, you know what? This book on my heart, it's really special. And I I don't want to give too many details because it's not out yet, but basically I I walked through those three greatest heartbreaks. And I use the acronym strength. So that's why heartbreak to strength is so special to me, that word. And so starting with the S and going down to the H, I just share steps that God used to help me walk through heartbreak to strength. It's not a, you know, perfect, you're going to do it linear or grief. It's not like that, but these are just eight things that helped me when I was walking through it. But my H, I want to share my H because this is my favorite one. H is honestly share your story and help another hurting heart. Mm-hmm. When it's come full circle, when you have walked through these steps of seeking God and inviting him to his pain and tearfully allowing yourself time to grieve, right? That's my S and T. And you go through each one. When you get to the end, God is going to ask you to help another hurting heart. And that's when your grief comes full circle. And I think it's so important when we share our testimonies and that's something I'm really passionate about. So anyways, that book, it's, that's what it is. It's walking through those eight steps and I share each of the three heartbreaks. And so there are a lot of mini chapters, you know, when you're walking through grief, you do not have time to read a lot. So everything is really short. So there's a, like a bunch of little mini chapters, but each of them has a truth statement at the end of something that 
helped me when I walked through my heartbreak. And so I hope it will be a powerful book that will help others through their heartbreaks. You don't have to walk through the same storylines that I did to have these these things be true. And so that's the little bit about the book. And hopefully that's going to be coming soon. It's still I'm, I'm finishing it up right now, but um, where they can find me. So I have a website, jodyrosser.com. And my name is J-O-D-I. R-O-S-S-E-R. And everything's there. They have a link to the podcast there, to the blog. One of the things I'm doing right now is a Heartbreak to Strength blog series where people come and share their heartbreak stories. So it's called My Heartbreak to Strength Story. And 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 again, what I love about it is people are hearing other people's stories. Maybe it's not the same story. Like one, this one that just happened this week was a loss of a father. And you know what? That's not necessarily something I've walked through, but there's so much truth in what she shares that I can relate to those truths. And so I do that. I have different authors and different bloggers come on and write. And that's really important and special because I think to hear someone else's story, and especially if that's your storyline that you relate to. And so that's on the blog and that's on link is on the podcast. I mean, I'm sorry, link is on my website. And then also I'm on Instagram at Jody.Rosser and Facebook at Jody.Rosser. So those would be um, the places they could find me. The Depth Podcast is on any of the podcast platforms, and I'd love for them to listen. I just hit my hundredth episode this summer, so that's really exciting. Yeah, so I've just—it's one of my favorite parts of my ministry. Every time I get done with an interview, I'm just pumped. It's like, oh, I, I just there's something amazing about talking to other faith-based, powerful stories, and just like, oh, I, I just—it gets me excited. So, anyways, I love to encourage others because I think depth matters. Yeah. Well, you definitely are encouraging others. And I love the intentionality on the book, especially with grief. Um, I know from someone who's experienced grief myself that it's extremely overwhelming your time. You know, I, my, a friend of mine and I were talking about how sometimes it can take you an entire day to do something, a simple task, like make your bed. So let alone read an entire book. So I appreciate just for anybody who's experienced any grief at all, that these little mini chapters, something that's actually doable, something that, you know, they feel like they could be successful in and do it in their timetable. Because like you said, it's so unique for everybody and how they process it in their situation. And so, but Jody, I just want to thank you so much. I just, you're doing amazing work um, to really help embolden other women living, having them live their life on purpose. I mean, it's the total package. So I really appreciate you and all that you bring to this um, community. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a joy talking to you again. Well, that's it for us today, friends. If today's episode or any other episode has left you feeling encouraged and inspired, please consider rating, reviewing, or subscribing to Life on Purpose with Amy Debrick from your favorite listening platform. The mission, as always, of Life on Purpose is to meet you where you are, but not leave you there, and let you know that although fear is normal, Courage gets the final say. See you next time.